Welcome to Conversations for Course Creators, a podcast for entrepreneurs who share their expertise with the world through courses. We'll deep dive into online course creation and the topics and products related to courses, including books, virtual summits, coaching programs, and a myriad of training tools available to us today. All right, let's get to it. When you work with clients that are coaches, and I'm bringing up the coaches thing because I coach and I also work with a lot of coaches, and I like to use Thinkific for my coaching programs in in a way that I can also convey to my to my clients that are coaches. I think one of the most beneficial aspects of of using Thinkific for coaching programs is you can stack courses around a coaching program, and. If you coach in more than one discipline, you can actually categorize each of those courses, right? Or or products in the system in certain categories to kind of clean things up and make it simple for your, your users. Uh, but I think one of the one of the cool things about the using the kind of course builder to house a coaching program is like you were saying earlier about a drip schedule. You can enter all the information that you want your coach your coaching clients to review and interact with between sessions in an organized, logical fashion in the system. And it rolls out kind of like a course, right? So they start your coaching program and week one, you give them this foundational knowledge that they need to have through the course. And instead of taking their hour or two that they'd be working one-on-one with you, they can do it on their time before you meet. And it makes the time that you actually have to meet one-on-one super productive and valuable because you're not explaining a lot of the basics to them that they've able to learn in the course player. And then you can actually integrate your course session links into the next lesson, right? Like, Hey, now that you're done with that stuff, set your appointment with me and they can go make an appointment. And then the link is right there for attendance and everything. So I've found this super valuable for coaches. Um, what, What do you, do you have some experience with doing that with coaches as well? Yeah, so not necessarily coaches, but the very first thing I ever used Thinkific for, so this was a while ago, um, we were taking live, it was a it was a week-long course that we had condensed down to basically we had to get out, we had to get it online. This was pre-COVID, right before COVID is when I, I found Thinkific. Um, so we had to take this course that people would travel out to Columbia, Maryland. They would spend the week there with with these coaches. To, to learn how to do this government compliance, basically reporting. And we took all of that. And the first version of the course was that we were just going to have Zoom sessions and have, you know, you log in, they would do the Zoom, you do everything like you were gonna do it in person. And that was great, it worked out fine. But then we got to thinking about it. There's all of these other options inside of Thinkific where we can take all of the learning portion put it as a pre-work or a homework. So before you come to the live session, read these chapters, do this, do this activity to the best of your knowledge. So you're coming into the live session prepared with questions. You're, you're not having to think on the spot. What do I want to know? What do I want to ask? You've had time to kind of digest this information. So you're coming with better questions. You're coming with background knowledge. You're coming with hands-on experience with this stuff that you weren't getting before because you only had the time that you were in that classroom. So we're, you know, you were giving, not only were you giving your learners the ability to comprehend it a little bit more and, and digest it, you were giving your teachers and your coaches more time live with their students to really get into these 
deeper conversations and, and, you know, be able to have meaningful conversations, not just teaching at them. They were teaching with them. And it's very cool for that. Yeah, that's awesome. It, do you, I mean, you and I are both fans of Wobo, um, you know, workbooks, <laughs> but I, I bring that up because I think that when we talk about all those different points of value that you just presented there, there's like immediate integrations with Thinkific to do that stuff. It doesn't take a software engineer to make this happen, right? Um, you can you can do this as a general practitioner or user of the system. And um, do you have like other tools that you recommend for that stuff? I mean, I, I'm a big fan of Wobo for like the workbooks. For those that aren't familiar with with Wobo, it's like a digital workbook that integrates directly into your course, and and it's awesome. And they're 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 still fairly young, but they're they're very new. Um, when Wobo came out, I was like a little schoolgirl. I was so giddy about it because it was one of those things where I kept saying, there's got to be a better way to do this. There's got to be a better solution because you, you know, one of the great things about being digital is that you don't have to have all this massive paper trail of things that you've done. But on the, on the flip side of that, because it wasn't one workbook, you had seven or eight different PDF documents that you then had to keep track of or rely on your students to keep track of or build out an automation to track, you know, to, to compile for you, which is all fine and good. But Wobo came out and like totally changed the, the scene. And we're like, we'll just do it for you. Here's your book. You can break it up into your chapters. It's one continuous book. You can go back and edit your answers if you want to. I mean, it was game changing when Wobo came out. So definitely, if you haven't checked it out, totally check out Wobo. You will not be uh, disappointed. Yeah. And I'm building but that into my clients' products now. Wobo is, is, a, is a winner uh, in my book, but things like Typeform. So think of it has its built-in quizzes and surveys, um, but there's only so much you can do with that information. Mm-hmm. There, are, It's on the horizon for being able to do more with it, but at the moment it is what it is and they're fine. Yep. But to be able to do cooler things with other integrations, like pulling your information over to a Google sheet to then use it for other things or popping that information into a PDF to fill in you know, mail merge style, fill in some blanks and create a document using type form for your quizzes and surveys gives you the ability to kind of branch off your questions. You can um, put some restrictions in there, all kinds of things that can trigger based on their responses. Um, so that's a, always a huge win for me is, is a type form. I, I think I put it in every course that I've got. <laughs> see, I need to get smarter on that because I, you know, when I built my, my original uh, courses at East Partnership, they're all mostly technical. And so really it's just relaying a lot of, uh, of foundational knowledge to engineers and analysts. They're not, you don't have to like, I'm just giving them questions like 10, 10 question quizzes just to get their mind going without hearing me talk or showing them something, right? It's just like, hey, are you grasping this? And if, they're, okay. if they do well, they know they should proceed. If they don't, then they should probably review the video. But I didn't have to use it for like examinations, like pass or fail examinations or like deep examinations or even like transferring their input on questionnaires or anything outside of Thinkific. Uh, so I, I had very limited use or experience with uh, with that type of application. So that's really good to hear because um, I'm gonna have to see, I'm gonna have to get Tiffany to teach me type form now. And I have to learn it, it's fantastic. And it opens up again, it opens up a whole new can of worms, but it's a beautiful can of worms because you can really do so much with that information. You can take it and pop it over into your, your CRM. So if somebody answers a question about 
um, you know, a, a like or a dislike, you can pop that information into your CRM and have that for the next time. So if you want to go through and say, you know, uh, maybe your next course is going to be on dog walking or dog sweaters or something, you can go through and say, who answered that question that dogs are their favorite animal? You can automatically market to them and you've got an audience that you already know is interested deeply in your product. Um, it's just very, very cool ways to think. It's a chess game. You got to think four steps down the road um, to, to get your checkmate. So very cool integration. Um, and there's, there's just, they keep coming out with new features all the time. Uh, one of their, one of their uh, sub companies, I guess we'll call it, is Video Ask, which is another brilliant way video to bring ask. Like, Video Ask, yeah. Okay. Um, if you haven't used Video Ask yet, check it out. So instead of your questions being typed out, you film a video of yourself asking these questions and then literally waiting for the answer. And your, your users can either type the answer back to you they can send you a video back and you're talking with your client. And based on the answers you get, if you've got multiple choice, you can send them down multiple paths and there's a different video string of questions that go with each one of those. So you're really interacting in those, in those on-demand courses, you're, you're bringing, you're bringing back that human aspect and you're, you're, you're interacting with these clients. It's fantastic. Totally check it out. Video ask. See, yeah, I mean, look, it doesn't take long for you guys to realize why I'm hanging out with Tiffany all the time. Like, I just got my mind blown. I'm like, dude, how come? So, you know, and, and this is actually, I'm really glad this is happening because I spend all day running two businesses, right? And, and it's like just constantly running business, processing the admin, building things for clients. But what it does is it puts me in a similar situation to some of my clients where they just don't have time to do and learn some of this stuff. So it's so great to hear from someone like you that's like deep in on the on the like the edge of where this stuff is going. Um, I hate to say it, guys, but I'm almost like a, I'm always like a half step behind Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> so most of the work I do is like on on uh, coaching or not coaching, but uh, developing strategies for, for online training businesses, building the sites and stuff like that, but not to the same level as, as you in that regard. That's awesome. That's really cool. I'm gonna have to look into that. Um, it's so worth it. And the clients, every time I drop it in, all of their responses that they get back from their users are, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Like, awesome. where did you find this? What is this? I need to have this. It's really, really cool. And it's so easy to set up. You can do it all from your phone, which is great. Um, it's just a very cool program. Very, very cool. Check it out. Video ask. Um, gosh, that's awesome. It's now, very cool. It's very cool. Now, could I use that for other purposes besides courses? Because I'm thinking that that's a really good way for like, especially like product funnels. Can I, did I have to embed it in a course or can I embed it on the website? It can be dropped right onto your website and it is fantastic. Ask Rob. It is a fantastic way to really help your users or your potential clients or your potential buyers figure out what exactly they need. If you've got 15 courses and they're all kind of the same, but have different end results help your help your users get to where they really need to be by asking them a series of questions and then based on their responses to the questions it asks them a different set of questions so if i answer yes to question one i'm going to go down path a if i answer no to question one i'm going to go down path b um, so you're not just losing somebody at an initial no so you know are you interested in you know are you interested in bird watching no not really okay great have a nice day no. Okay. Since you're not interested in bird watching, that's okay. I don't like birds either. 
let's talk about fish. Are you interested in fish? Yes, cool, <laughs> let's talk about fish. I've got all these great products related to fish. So you're, you're able to, again, virtually interact with those, with those users and those clients and it, it feels special for them. And again, they're sitting there going, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. That's awesome. See, <laughs> so they're going to tell other people. Wait, is that a Rob Galvin product? It is not, but you would think it is. Um, I found it through him. I didn't even know Typeform had a subcompany, but that is, that is their subcompany. Oh, that's right. You said it was, um, you said it was, it was Typeform. Um, another really cool hidden gem inside of Typeform is instead of the questions presenting like a typical Typeform, you can set it up so that they present like a text conversation and it shows up just like you're having a text conversation and they can text back and respond. It's so cool. And you're still gathering all that information and collecting it, and pushing it out to where you need it to be. It's just a different presentation of it. So it doesn't oh, feel it. like a typical um, survey or quiz. You're just, you're just having a conversation. And that's one of the things I always try and express to my, my course builders or my, my clients is you just want to talk to people. If you talk to them, you're going to find out what they need and you're going to be able to assess and, and service that need versus pushing information at them and letting them figure it out on their own. Uh, they came to you looking for help or looking for a product or looking for a service. Wow, that's awesome. Um, gosh, see, because I've used, I'm, I'm glad this is going in this direction because I think one of the other things I'd like to to at least have on the table was like, I use forms from my keep CRM and I embed those all over my, my site so I can gather information from clients, especially those that maybe aren't convinced that they want to, um, that they want to attend a course yet, or they want to get in contact with me, but they're not really there to, to, to attend a course. They just want to talk to me before they, um, determine what their best solution is, that kind of thing. So I embed uh, forms on my site all the time for that stuff, but they're not interactive. You know, that's right. really, that's a big difference. Um, it's a game changer because again, if, you know, people fill out, especially now people are so tired of filling out a traditional form. You see yeah. a, a, not, not speaking ill of any products out there. I love everybody. Um, you see a Google form or a Microsoft form. You're going to go, Oh, okay. I'm just going to answer these questions. It's going to go to an inbox and it's going to sit there until somebody wants to see it. But with these cool interactive ways of listening to somebody without physically being there because you're able to branch those questions off to to really go with what they're talking about game changer they're like okay someone's listening it's think of it in the same in the same respect as a chat bot or somebody sitting there answering your your chat requests like they're listening and that people people appreciate that that's awesome so Talk to me a little bit about how you've used uh, you've used Thinkific for managing client projects or helping your clients with project management. Yeah, so it's it's a great way again of just organizing your steps for your clients or for yourself mm -hmm. um, to be able to put step by step. Here's what needs to happen because a lot of times these processes or these projects are cookie cutter. You know, if we're gonna um, I have one, I have a client who uh, they do custom products and so they, they do wholesale custom products. So generally the steps are always going to be the same. You're going to place your order. You're going to choose your colors. You're going to choose your, your fabric or whatever it may be. You're going to go into sampling. You're going to go into production. There's approvals that are needed, but these are steps that are always going to be there. So set up your template course, use it as a cookie cutter and say, okay, 
each one of my courses moving forward is going to be a project or a client. This project, so we're going to make custom item one, two, three. It's an oval sticker. So that's a whole course on itself. And then you've got the initial order goes in there. The art supply, if the, if the client is sending in the art, they drop the art in and it's submitted right to you. You know exactly who it came from because think of it, take care of that for you. You just make that um, an assignment? Make it an assignment. Yeah, okay. drop it in as an assignment so they can just submit it right there inside of the portal. Um, I use either a Thinkific survey for a yes or no, or a, I, use, I like to use a type form just because I can jazz it up. Sure. Um, and I can ask additional questions based on their responses like we were talking about. So mm. do you approve the art that was submitted for sampling? Yes or no? Get that back. The next step is the sample comes in. Do you approve the sample for production? Yes or no? If they say no, what are the changes you would like to have made? Once that goes through, um, you know, have them, have them sign off on that right inside of their Thinkific, and then you can you can go about with your project. Um, that's one really great way of walking someone through the steps of their progress, and they can see on that sidebar, they can see everything that they've done, or if they haven't completed it, they can see, oh, the ball was in my court, I forgot to approve such and such, or I need to do this, or I got to send you art. That's one where, you know, really great way of using it. Um, another is for just clients in general. So each one of your courses is a client. So I have another client who uses it to kind of house all of their information, past orders, custom orders, open invoices, all right there. So each chapter is a different topic of conversation. The catalogs that they order from, from this particular uh, company, right there for them. Order mm -hmm. forms that they can then process and submit as an assignment, all right there, all within their system. They log in, they've got this great custom login. Um, with Rob's stuff, you can create customized dashboards if you want to for different companies. It's really, really great. And it gives them, you know, it gives them that personal space to have all of their information right in front of them without having to go out and find a program. So there's a pro there's other programs that do this stuff. Sure. But you're already sure. paying for it. This is much cheaper <laughs> and yeah. it still does the job. And you can push all of that information again over to your CRM, whatever you're using to house that information for them. It's great. Wow. And if you're using QuickBooks online or something, you can also integrate that with, with the, uh, the use of Zapier to be able to pull that information in as well. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I never thought about doing that. I do use QuickBooks uh, online for my businesses. And I feel like I live in QuickBooks these days. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the good thing. You're all the time. You're in there all the time. But, you know, through a couple of different cool integrations. So using QuickBooks online to create their invoices for the products that they ordered or for the service that they've ordered or for the coaching plan or whatever it is that you're selling. Um, having that go to a specific Google Drive that's shared with that person that's linked to inside of their course. So right inside of there, they always have a link out to that Google Drive folder that's just for them that houses all of that information. Just a really great way of keeping everything organized for the, for the client and having it always present for them um, rather than have to go four or five different places or rely on them to keep to you know to keep track of everything themselves now do you do that for the for the clients when you're building their sites because I, I provide immediate access to my clients when I build a site for them so they can see the progress for themselves if they want um, uh, I think it's cool that you're doing that for you're, you're, you're passing that on to your clients, they can do that with their clients by using Thinkific to manage their projects instead of just thinking about it like a, like a course delivery platform. I think that's really cool. It's um, unexpected value for them. 
know, Absolutely. they probably don't think about that when they engaged you to help build their site or their course right. that you would be able to say, hey, look, you know. Right, exactly. You know, look what else we can do. Because we, yeah. you know, originally we said, let's use each one of the courses as a catalog. So you've got these catalogs. I'm going to use the, the souvenir company again. Um, you've got this catalog. So say it's Maryland products, because that's where I am. Mm -hmm. um, broken up into coffee mugs, shot glasses, key rings, stickers, t-shirts. Each chapter of that catalog course is one of these categories. And you can go through and have either the, the PDFs in there or your slide deck in there or a link out to um, a Canva or something like that, whatever you want to pop in there so that they can kind of breeze through it and, and flip through it. Um, but it's organized for them. So say they only want to go to you know coffee mugs. They don't have to flip through everything else. Um, again, there's other products out there that do that. You can buy a, a you know, magazine creator or uh, some kind of uh, catalog creator or something, but you have that ability right there built in. If you think just a little bit outside of the box, how you can use the system in other ways. Huh, that's really interesting. I never thought about that. And I mean, for those that aren't familiar with Thinkific's platform, you can't just sell like an item, like you have to put it in a course to sell it basically. Um, so you could, you could, you could essentially manage some sales by doing that, right? You manage the sales that way. Absolutely. Um, you know, if you, uh, if you had one product that you wanted to do, so if it's say, again, I'm going to use the, the souvenir company, if you want to sell oval stickers, you can sell for the one price or for tiered pricing, even you've got that great tiered pricing option. So if you want to buy uh, 500 or something at such and such a price, a hundred thousand of something at such and such a price, you can do that tiered pricing too. Um, but you can collect all of the information right there inside of that course for mm. that client, for that product, um, which is very cool as well. Or yeah. if you're looking to sell lots of things, you can, like I said, you can use a Google form as your order form and as an assignment as your submission portal. They fill out their form, they drop it in the assignment, it comes right to you, you process it like you would normally process your orders but you don't have to physically be in front of them. You don't have to worry about somebody's email being wrong. You don't have to worry about somebody. No, hold on. You don't have to worry about somebody. That's my, my, uh, my youngest guy. Um, We're putting her to work. She's going to be our graphic yeah. artist. <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't have to worry about somebody having a new employee use their email to submit something and it doesn't mm. register that it's from them or something like that or doing it from home. They have that one central login where they can collect all of their information. And you're always going to know who it belongs to because think if it is going to take care of the work and tag it for you. Wow. That's awesome. Gosh, I love it. I keep saying that's awesome, but every bit of it is, I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, part of it's just habit. I'm a, I'm a, I use that word often, but uh, it's, it's so cool to see how the 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 value of this app of 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 using Thinkific for a business just keeps growing. Um, and again, like you and I said, we don't get paid to talk about Thinkific like this, guys. We're not, you know, we're not paid spokesmen. We're just huge fans, uh, big Super nerds fan. of it. Yeah, I mean, Lucas and I will sit here for you know hour <laughs> and just chit chat about the cool things that we did or the cool things that we're thinking about doing, and it's all. Because Thinkific is, is just genuinely a cool product and it gives you the ability to bring in all of these other really cool products and yeah. build out this very, very awesome platform yeah. uh, that's going to do everything you need it to do and then some. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, you, you brought up a good point when you were talking about managing projects that I think 
you know, the process improvement part, I've, I've done the process management for clients in their courses, you know, where we're teaching a process or we're teaching someone how to work through a process step-by-step. But I've, I think the nuance that you put in there of like, hey, this isn't just about like teaching someone a process. You can use this to actually manage a process because curriculum yeah. is in a logical flow, which is like any thought process. So if you have a process, you could build it into Thinkific and provide that logical sequence for clients to follow if you needed them to interact with, with a process for your business. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, again, you've got that visual check system for them to see, I completed this, I completed this, I didn't complete this, I need to go back and do it. Um, A lot of people value that they, you know, because back and forth emails, especially, I don't know if you love Gmail the way I love Gmail, but the way it nests, (laughs) the way it nests your, your responses and stuff. And a lot of times people won't, and this drives me nuts, a lot of times people won't put what they're talking about in the subject. So when I go back to search for it, it's gone. <laughs> it's not there. It. It's like 65 deep in a conversation that didn't start with talking about that. And yeah. this takes, you know, this takes that away. You've got step-by-step step where we are in the process and you can look and see if you pull a progress report, you can look and see where all of your stuff is. So again, it's taking some of that work off of you for kind of monitoring things. You can say, okay, in my oval stickers, again, with the, the souvenir company, where are all of my projects are, are, you know, if I've got seasonal runs of something or I need to have everybody up to a certain point before we do a live event, pull the progress report, see, has everybody gotten to step six before step seven, which is our live event? Or if we're going on a, um, you know, an outing, is everybody done? Have they all, you know, filled out their waiver form? Have they all purchased their hotel room? Have they all done this? Have they all done that? Have they all, you know, bought their snow boots? Whatever it is that you're doing, walk them through step-by-step step so you can go, okay, I got three people who didn't pack their lunch today. We need to go back and we need to talk to them to make sure that they're, they're ready to go. So it's a great way to make sure that a large group of people are doing what they need to do at the same time. I love that application because, um, or that, that case study, because I've actually recommended uh, the use of Thinkific for a retreat. Yep. And it's a great way to do it. It's a yep. fantastic way to do it. If you've got a large group of people who you need to make sure are going through the steps of something, rather than give yourself a headache trying to keep track of everybody, let them keep track of it themselves, but Mm -hmm. you still have that master access to it. Yeah. Another great thing with that mm -hmm. is that you don't have to be the only one in control of it. If you've got additional people on your team or you've got additional instructors or you're bringing in a guest speaker and they're running that particular event or they're in charge of what's happening, let them be um, a course admin and they can take care of that for you. So you're, you're off doing whatever else you need to do, but they still have the access to complete what they need to complete and, and be in charge of it. Yeah, I love that. And uh, yeah, I was uh, using it in a similar fashion with the retreat client, but it was a little different. They, were, they needed to teach other people how to host retreats. Okay. So they, <laughs> again, it was more in like a course application, but you're you know, your, your recommendation is using it as the tool to manage that, which is, I think is fantastic. And we, we actually set them up that way. It was like, the course was like, here's an introduction and here's how it's going to flow. And then each lesson was like walking them through the process basically of, of executing the retreat, but we didn't use it for an actual accountability tool in the execution of the retreat. That's what you're saying. I think there's a, 
a very good distinction to note there. You can actually use it as an accountability measure for the readiness on that retreat. That's pretty cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you can intermingle all of those things. So you don't have to have one thinkific for your coaches, one thinkific right. for your, your clients or your attendees. You can mix them up and have everything, have their own individual courses. So you're teaching your camp counselors how to be camp counselors for the year. You've got your accountability uh, course for your camp counselors. Do you have your physical? Have you filled out all your paperwork? Is your emergency contact form uh, up to date? You've got all of the stuff for your attendees. Same thing. Are, are all of your paperwork in? Here's on night one, we're going to go on a, a moonlit walk down to the stream. Here's all of the stuff we're going to talk about. Here's some background knowledge on the area. Here's the map. Um, make sure you bring bug spray. Here's some suggested bug spray you know, types. All of that can be in there and you can, with the customizations, uh, again, with Rob's uh, power-ups, and I, I'm going to always talk about Rob's power-ups because they are amazing. And if you They're haven't the checked them out, please go do that because uh, you will not be disappointed. But with Rob's power-ups, you can create inside of the one site that you have multiple views. So you can have a camp counselor dashboard that has additional resources just for the counselors that won't be visible to your attendees or your um you know, your parents or whoever, however you're breaking up your, your user group, you can have specific views for each one. A lot of times I'll build out custom dashboards for, for sites, for clients that they've sold bulk enrollments to. So if you're selling courses to a university or an institution or an organization or a business, you can customize that dashboard specifically for them. So one of the great uses for that is being able to say, well, instead of support coming to me to ask me the questions, because I don't work there, that support link is going to go directly out to that person's HR or that person's manager, um, which is fantastic because it really gives that custom feel without a whole lot of extra work on your part. Right. Gives that custom feel and you can charge a little bit more for it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, all that customization comes, you know, it's increased value and you should definitely offer more value than you charge to a client, but it gives you the ability to confidently charge more the higher that value proposition goes so for, for course creators out there that are worried about, you know, how to price or whether they should be confident in the price that they ask. That's one of the ways you can feel better about asking for that next level of, of price is by adding, adding, adding value and, um, and then moving your price accordingly. So even though you stay a little bit behind the value curve, because you should, uh, raising that ceiling gives you the ability to raise the price. You know, if you don't raise the ceiling, your price stays fixed. <laughs> And yeah. this is going to go back to something you said a, a while ago, um, like with the communities and things. Yeah, they're great free add-ons, but you can create your base course and then an upgraded course. So you can have, maybe it's a free course or a low ticket item, but because you're now adding your community in, you're adding your live events, you're adding your coaching links, you're adding a custom dashboard, or you're adding that resource library we talked about. So yeah, you've got this free resource library, but it doesn't have to be free. Right. That could be something that they get because they are now a member right. on your membership site. So they're subscribing and paying a monthly fee to have access to this really great library that you've put time, you know, put time and effort into. Um, and that's something that people pay additional for. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Conversations for Course Creators. Please check out merinotraining.com to learn more about my private Slack community and the many ways I serve course creators. Be safe out there. I'll see you in the next episode.